going? <laughs> Look, I have my foot pedal on. <laughs> Uh, no, we're still going. We're still going. Look, we're getting. Look, we're not cutting so a funny. damn thing. Raw, fresh, or an organic. That's why I like to have my episodes. What is going on, guys? My name is Oday Osborne, UFC flyweight, the Jamaican sensation, and we are here with UFC legend, Hall of Famer Forrest Griffin. Thank you for having me, Oday. It's great to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See, George, we got to get. I know. I. I you, a clap, Chase, a clap, grab, no, grab. Chase told me it's loaded in. It's and, loaded. Look. And I, but you saw what I did, right? I was just <laughs> yeah. like, better. I knew I, I fucked. He gave us. He has it too. Clap. He's got it up there. He's got the thing. But you know, look, we'll get it again next time. You know, next the time. The funny thing is, the clap sound is actually just that recorded. <laughs> That's he, true. He, he recorded the clap sound. There, there it we is. Go. There it is. Okay. <laughs> now we've got a whole group of people cheering on. Uh, oh, man. So, Forrest, man, thank you for coming, man. It's been a while. I've been trying to get you on for a while, but oh, I've been okay. fighting. I was going to say, it hasn't been a while. I see you every day. So <laughs> it's not been a while. No, it's been a while since I've been trying to get you on because I've been trying to. I've been, we've been talking about this for like, I feel like three, the past three to four months. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I had to, I had to fight and I put the show on pause. For sure. And Priorities. You, uh, are, of all people, know about sacrifices and putting things on pause for your career, man. You have one of the greatest UFC careers. You're always one of my favorite fighters to watch. And uh, I actually have a, a clip that I sent to George. Um, George, is that? Uh, give me two seconds. All right. In two seconds, I'm going to play, uh, you know, your Hall of Fame UFC Legend Road tribute that I, you know, it's, oh, it's probably it's already on YouTube. So you probably, hopefully you didn't see it yet. <laughs> You might have, but uh, yeah. Tell me about um, working at the UFC. What's that like right now? Well, it's funny, right? So mm -hmm. I'm gonna—it's <clears throat> a podcast, so I'm gonna give you a long version. Yeah, right? that's okay. what we're supposed to do. Okay. Uh, so you know, I retired 2013. Mm -hmm. um, didn't know what I was gonna do. Was kind of doing some stuntman stuff, mm -hmm. actually. Stuntman stuff. Yeah. What's yeah, that yeah. like? <clears throat> um, it's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. I uh, think uh, Mike, Pyle, you know Mike Pyle. Mike Pyle, Jay Huron. Yeah, we were all doing that shit together. Oh man! That's... And um, so I, I got to go to this course, and it was like a six thousand dollar course for mm -hmm. like two weeks. And day three, I was like, Nah, I quit. Seriously, I was like, Nah, man. I I was literally <laughs> thinking like, This sucks. Why? I would just because I'm I would rather just fight. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'll just fight again. Like this yeah. hurts my body for, you know, for eight hundred bucks yeah. a day. I would do this. Yeah. This is crazy. I I never like, would have. My thought, body hurts. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought it was that. I thought it would be easy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that easy. Really. I never. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I went to the void course. Like nah, nah. and then um, mm. you know, I was kind of hanging out at the gym a lot, and then. You know, I saw Lorenzo and, and Lorenzo Fertitta in mm -hmm. his gym, and he was like, hey, come on down. Let's, like, come here. Let's talk. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, I wore, like, nice clothes that day, and I went in down, you know, when it was on Sahara, across yeah. from the, uh, whatever that hamburger place is, and uh -huh. it always smelled like hamburgers. Uh, in and out in and out yeah. Yes. It always smelled like hamburgers. <laughs> so if you didn't like hamburgers, and I don't love the smell of greasy hamburgers, it's like, oh, God, this place stinks. You're, like you the, used to? you're, you're one of the only people I that I know that I don't like in and out fan. in and out no. That's crazy. Crazy. Sad, sad. I, I don't eat like junk did, food, but I love the, In N Out. Does the interview end here? I have to leave. <laughs> you might have to. You don't, I don't like, like In N Out. In -N -Out. Oh, if man. you don't like In N Out, you're out of here. Get them off the island. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they were like, all right, we'll, we'll hire you. So 
um, you know, I was kind of like a show pony at first. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the deals, I kept showing up the meetings. And I, mm-hmm. uh, the thing about showing up the meetings is if you do that, then people are going to start giving you assignments and saying, hey, can you help with this? Mm-hmm. And then if you do it enough, people start noticing if you don't show up for stuff. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Like, people will be like, where are you? What are you doing? So, <laughs> you know, here I am. I've gotten myself into a job. And then, you know, 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. whenever, the P 2016, the PI came about mm-hmm. probably late 2015, early 2016. Yeah. And then, hey, we got this idea. It was like the Athlete Health Development Center. It was this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these awesome minds were in it. And uh, I was like, wait, this is happening? Like, I've been trying to figure out the best way to train for the sport of MMA yeah. my whole life. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and help you guys with this. And they're yeah. like, of course, you're in. And then uh, me and, and a guy named James Kimball went around mm-hmm. the world and looked at really cool stuff. And, uh, hired really cool people and you know just met some of yeah. the like the smartest dudes in the world and I realized just yeah. how little I knew and then you know I realized how little people in the sport of MMA know about mm-hmm. taking care of the body and then even like to, to go one step further nobody really knew that much about the sport of fighting like yeah. the professionals the PhDs mm-hmm. like the research on it was on like you know, 12 amateur fighters from Australia. I was like, it's a great study, but it's 12 <laughs> amateur fighters from Australia. Like, I'm not, I'm not like going to change the way I train or cut weight because of this yeah. nonsense. But, yeah. and that, you know, so there was a hole, right? And so they wanted to fill that hole. And then <clears throat> Endeavor bought the company somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle of that. Now, we, we didn't know if there was going to be a PI, you know? Yeah. It was, it was a, a pretty big financial outlay for the UFC. Yeah. So how'd and, that come about? Like the, to, create a performance institute for fighters well the uh lorenzo dana mm. uh it was a guy named gary cook uh oh uh, lawrence epstein okay. those guys kind of were like hey all right i missed a key part of the story because i was, <laughs> I was t- well i was telling my part yeah. of the story i'm sorry I know. adhd squirrel no, no, brain no. kicked in no was, well the, the the part of the story i wasn't aware of is mm. these guys were sitting around 2014 saying mm. what the hell's going on yeah. We got we got champions that don't fight for years because of injury. They should be coming back quicker. We got people missing weight. Mm-hmm. We're missing championship fights mm-hmm. because, you know, Khabib got a weight problem. And, and people, mm-hmm. everybody's cutting weight like an idiot. People don't know what they're doing. And people mm-hmm. are getting hurt. Uh, you know, Katz and Ghana blowing her knee out doing SNC. You shouldn't get hurt doing SNC. No. Come on. You got, like, yeah. just crazy stuff's happening. And they're like, well, the product's good. The partnerships mm-hmm. are good. We got you know, top tier sponsors. We're on in front of the right people, but mm-hmm. the product's not as good as it could be. Yeah. And the product being the actual fights, you're the product, you know? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, what what you do either sells or doesn't sell and mm-hmm. fans decide whether they like it or not. And it wasn't as good as it could have been. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, how do we make this better with that independent contractor status? We yeah. can't tell the fighters, hey, look, you have to be at a certain weight or hey, so we have to build a place that's so awesome that fighters would want to come there yeah. and would want to learn. So it becomes a competitive advantage, right? So yeah. if you were training at the PI, you, you're dialing your weight in, your SNC's dialed in with your MMA, you're able to structure your training mm-hmm. a little better, it makes you a better product. It right? definitely does. So, and then it's like, well, all right, now we've done that and people want it, people want to use it, but it's yeah. in Las Vegas. like. Mm-hmm. You know, only 35% of the roster is actually from the United States and only about 55% of the roster trains in the United States, which Mm. means that 50% of the roster is outside of, you know, reasonable lane to get to Vegas, right? So uh, 
you know, then you start building more, and that's kind of how that happens. Mm-hmm. Skipped a lot of. Are steps they most in, in Brazil? Most of the roster? Would you say Brazil? No, or no, no. You, so there's it's, <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the Brazilian roster is in Florida. Really? California. Yeah. Really? So I think there's 90, wow. there were 90, uh, I mean, there's still like 40, but there's 90 mm-hmm. Brazilian fighters and about half of them train in Brazil and the other half train around the world. Wow. So, wow. But, but mm-hmm. a lot of those fighters, if they had better resources, would probably like to train in Brazil. Yeah, I, pr- I could see that too. I could definitely see that. You know, and, and I think you know, then it becomes, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're. I mean, we're just trying to make fighters better. But then it becomes mm-hmm. about you know the political climate, what's yeah. happening, how how a country's ebb and flow is. You know, and if you're you know. Yeah, and yeah. something I noticed too lately. Uh, the Mexican market is booming. Like it's it's going crazy right now. And I wonder why. I don't can't imagine. It's great. It's crazy. So three, three Mexican champions. Right. Hurt. And word around the street. Word around the street. You know the birds be twerping for us. The birds be twerping, and they've been twerping, saying that there's a PI that's oh, yeah. coming to Mexico. Mexico City. Oh yeah, we're, man. We're building it right now. And so, can you provide some information on that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it will it will be similar, more similar to the one. Uh, in China, mm-hmm. but it'll, yeah, but well, it'll let, also be similar to the okay. one in Vegas. So it'll have an academy, and the academy is, you know, pre UFC, mm-hmm. pre any big organization athletes, young up and comers. Yeah, and we'll take a group of them, and we'll try to, you know, basically accelerate their evolution, mm-hmm. make them better, and uh, you know, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. The only thing I have against that is that. Our PI is the smallest one. Shanghai PI is like three times the size. Yep, I'm like, I bet times. you Mexico is going to be like, you know what? We no, need a bigger, bigger PI. Must. No, <laughs> it's going to be the exact same, actually. Really? But, but it'll be a better layout Yeah. because it won't have damn triangles and stuff. You mm. don't know how much that kills me when we were building this thing out. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, there's no, like, I'm can't do anything with these triangles. Because I just wanted, like, I wanted, like, a basketball court. Yeah. Full of mat area, yeah. like padded walls, just like an area that big. Oh, I still just want the, the basketball court. But just p- padded everywhere, you know, like, because mm. I remember high school wrestling. Yeah. It was like, you yeah. know, I just rolled mats and it was like, it was huge. Yep. It was great. <laughs> yep. And then it was like, you know, in the practice mm-hmm. court. But um, yeah, well, we'll see. That one room that, that is the offices now. Yeah. Um, as we move and grow, and you've seen like there's just, 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 so many fighters Dude, in and there now, yeah. They've been begging for a basketball court. Two oh, things. So you want a basketball court? So, no, no. There's no basketball court. Yeah, God I know. No. You're gonna get hurt. Oh, you're I, hurt your that's what I keep stuff. hearing. But, but here we go, Forrest. I'm a basketball court size area that's just wrestling mats. But here we go, Forrest. Here we go, Forrest. Yeah. We still play basketball anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we so we might as well put it in. Nope. That's oh, your, all that's, right. What about a pool? What do you think about a pool? That's your risk. Ah, man, they're expensive. And they're <laughs> it's just a lot of upkeep. You yeah. Know? It's, it, look, it's a, it's a valuable tool. Yeah. But, you know, in the grand scheme of mm. MMA and given the pools we have that you can do that, yeah. that kind of offloaded work mm-hmm. without the axial loading, the running, you know, shadow boxing, et cetera. You know, look, it's a tool, but uh-huh. it's not it's not a priority. Yeah, because in the layout, I see there's a pool in the layout in the in the little like model that they have in front of the the the, the oh, workspace. Yeah, yeah. So so that's it those aren't pools. Us. Those aren't pools. What is it? Yeah, it's not a pool. So, um, those, 
They're, I swear to this is what? so dumb. They're water features. No. Water I, features in the middle of the desert. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I yeah. thought they were pools. No, but so did I. So did I. It's because they're like pools, but if you yeah. look at them in, in like comparison to the whole thing, they're like tiny. Yeah. Like, what are these? Little, yeah. I'm like, hot tubs? the these? whole time I'm like, oh, they're bringing a pool. Yeah. Where's that pool? Nah. You know, I'm like nah, waiting no for the pools. pool. Waiting for the pool. I'm like, come on, we gonna get like a basketball. Court? Okay, a I, tennis court. Well, you know, Gavin. They, yeah. Uh, one of our strength and a lot of our strength and conditioning coaches. Mm. They actually went to a pool class mm. to do like some of the breath work and the diving stuff. I think Duncan went too. Actually, I had a performance. But um, deep end fitness. It might have been. Okay, I've been there. But yeah. they they love that stuff. But, Me too. You know, at the end of the day, I love it too. Yeah. And I'm black, and I. That's a big thing. For, and, you, for me, and you're a great swimmer. Yeah, so yeah. Go. I'm like already defying. Crushing stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, love it. Right. Love it. Dude, remember? Well, I'm, I'm like pale as can be. I can't swim for nothing. Really? Yeah, I'm horrible. You have such long arms and arm uh, and legs. Well, they don't work, though. They don't, <laughs> they don't really like go like far. I don't so. know, man. They definitely work. Because the, the things that you do in the octagon, incredible. Yeah, I remember. That, that was like 20 years ago. So. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, it doesn't I'm, feel I'm, like 20 I'm years 512, ago. 512, actually. Oh, my so. God. That feels like it was like three years ago that you were fighting. That's that's insane. Yeah. It's insane. I remember the, the uh, I think it was the Rampage fight. Like, it was yesterday. Yeah. You know, which is crazy. And then the first time, I don't know if you remember, the first time I met you, so I got signed off Contender Series. You were always a huge fan of mine. I'm sorry. Did I say that right? I was always a huge fan of yours. Well, you did, because I'm also a fan <laughs> of yours. So I was always there. a huge fan We're of yours. We're fans of each other. <laughs> I, I am a that. huge fan of yours, so you did say it correctly. <laughs> so I remember the first time I got, I got signed right off a contender series, and I'm just walking through the PI, checking it out, and Forrest is just chilling in his office, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just, you know, walking around, end up having a conversation with you, and you gave me so much good advice. I had not had a fight in the UFC yet. You mm -hmm. came, you pulled me into your office, you watched, you had a lot of other shit going on probably that day. Every day. And you sat down and watched my fights with me and broke down clips in your office. I had not had a fight in the UFC. Now I have seven fights. And that, wow. you have no idea how much I appreciated that. That was like, that was the only, I don't even know, that was 2019. Yeah. I was, and I went home and I was like, guys, you have no idea. Like Forrest is the greatest person ever. He literally pulled me in his office and sat down and broke down fights with me. My fights. And I thought that was so cool, man. And I forever well, will be thankful for that you, moment you know a part of that is that at this point i'm i'm a student of the game mm -hmm. and i want to know what you were thinking and i want to understand why you did what you did mm -hmm. more than i want to tell you hey you could do this you could do a lot of things mm -hmm. differently that's not the kind of coach i am yeah i want to understand why you did what you did mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you made this move here and we've talked about yeah. a lot of stuff like that yeah like, we have you know Guard in the third round of your New York fight. Didn't yeah. really make sense to me, yeah. but given the explanation, oh, okay, yeah, now I got it. Yeah. So, and, and that's- Tired of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hey, you're like, well, I, I changed my train and I walked yeah. six miles because New York's a really walkable, cool town oh to walk goodness, in. Yes. So I went around and walked six yeah. miles two or three days <laughs> in a row. Crazy. Where, where it turns out walking is not something that is in oh, my usual training. I've again. never had that before. Yeah, well, you don't want to train change your training yeah. at the last minute. But I've but, never had- ex I've never it's experienced a, something like that yeah. before. But ever. Now you've learned the lesson. Yeah, man. Just try to learn every <sighs> lesson once. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm learning so right that, now. That, and that's you know that that's kind of the value I want to mm -hmm. bring to the UFC is hey, mm -hmm. look, let's minimize these interviews. Yeah. Let's let's give them this block of training to mm -hmm. sleep in. You know, uh, like 
for the Abu Dhabi fights yeah. because of the time and everything. It was like, all right, when are we going to ask these athletes to be available for media and when mm -hmm. are we going to let them actually, I don't know, train, yeah. make the weight, yeah. uh, you know, I, I we'll do know. sleep, yeah. you know, and so how, how do we, how do we get that set up when mm -hmm. these guys and gals are going to be jet lagged and they're not going to know mm -hmm. what their usual sleep patterns are going to be. Yeah. So, you know, the idea is that you want to do the media during the fight time. So you mm -hmm. do the media, you work out, you do the, your stuff, your awake time yeah. around when the fight's going to be, right? So you know we're going to make you go to the, to the, you know, to the, the office basically whatever. two yeah. and a half hours before, three uh -huh. hours before. Mm -hmm. So that's when your day starts and then you fight and then your day ends. But, mm. so, you know, it's just, it's those a million little details like that. So uh, I had a question for you. Um, and George kind of, <clears throat> it's funny, I was, gonna ask, I was already going to ask you this, but George kind of touched on this a little bit. Do you ever feel like, man, these spiders are so spoiled, they have a whole PI? We didn't have none of that when I grew up, when I was coming up. Do you ever feel like that? Like, like the fighters today have, have it made with all the resources compared to when yeah, you were so coming it, up? Well, look, let's look at it, you know, logically. Mm -hmm. It's a lot better yeah. than it was, mm -hmm. but it still ain't the NBA. Yeah, this is true. It, it ain't the NFL. This is true. It still can get better yeah. as the sport grows, as there's more money in the sport. Room for improvement. You know, there, there's plenty of room for improvement mm -hmm. on, for the athlete themselves, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, and I, you know, I was having a conversation the other day. It's like, you guys will be surprised compared to other professional athletes mm -hmm. like tennis, golf, WNBA, mm. um, how good you guys do have it, you know, yeah. how, how good like the process <laughs> has gotten. And yeah, the process wasn't as smooth mm -hmm. when I was in it. Yeah. You know, it's a better product. It's a better organization. You have more access, yeah. more resources. People in the general society, oh, okay, UFC, that's a real profession. Yeah, now, I love like, that. You do what now? <laughs> no, <clears throat> no, I love that because I even see, you know, a lot of the Acers um, basketball team coming over to the yeah, BI and yeah, using yeah. our facility and yeah. stuff like that. So how the Aces, the Raiders mm -hmm. when they're off season, you know, a lot of professional athletes. Yeah, Javante Davis. Yeah, you how'd know? you guys get the um, get get that set up? Like, what what prompted you guys to be like, you know, what let's his get... management had mm -hmm. sent other people before. Okay, and they'd heard good things, and they were like, okay, let's get him out here too. That's awesome. Yeah. I even yeah. see. I even saw uh, the Taekwondo, was it Taekwondo team? Oh yeah, from, the British Olympic Taekwondo team yeah. came and did a little mini camp with us. That was, that was so cool watching them. Yeah, you were one of those guys that really picked up on it. And, and there's a lot to learn from them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, again, this is an indoctrinated sport. And mm -hmm. the Olympics in other countries is different than the States. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, we don't really value Olympians. No, you know? it's like, different. Even uh, I, I know an Olympic silver medalist. He made 25 grand off his medal, and that was it. Wow. And whereas, like, other countries, you get a silver medal, and you're set for life. Dude, in Jamaica, Usain Bolt... He's well, set. Usain Bolt, yeah, but like, yeah, Usain Bolt is he's next level, like, yeah, it's not even, like, but him he's and not, he's not comparable, but him and even like the top three from yeah. Jamaica and all the women from Jamaica, they're yeah. they're they're set, the, the, they're set here. It's like, <clears throat> I don't even think I know top three women sprinters in, in the United States, no idea, <laughs> yeah, in Jamaica, I can name them all, you know what I mean, but yeah. they are it's incredible, but um. To, to your point, yeah, we don't value Olympics the same as other countries do because we have, I think we have so much uh, more avenues to make um, a successful future, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it, you know, I think just the, the prevalence <clears throat> of the NBA, NFL, and, mm -hmm. and uh, 
Who else we got? You know, now, you know. NLB, uh, yeah, MLB, all that other yeah, stuff. Baseball, yeah, baseball, yeah. And the hockey. And, yep. and, and the sports. Yeah, man. Dude, dude. speaking of, before Talk, I forget. Yeah. No, before I forget, because I will forget, Forrest. I will forget. George, uh, I want to show, show the audience um, the clip that I sent over for Forrest. Let's play the clip. Hopefully he hasn't seen this yet. Oh, I'm already embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy knows what's happening. <laughs> Fans were different back then. long <laughs> hey can't go wrong with the basics <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. George. Mm -hmm. All right, Man, then. that was the, I, I got re-inspired when I watched that. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go again. Let's go. I just fought last, like, two weeks ago. I'm like, oh, ah, yeah. that, hey. that thing got me pumped up, man. That was, before I forget, um, uh, there, before, I'm going to come back to this video. My brain is just all over the place. One of my friends from, uh, one of my friends from Milwaukee, she is a, like a, she works at the gym that I was training at, Pura Vida. Her name is Kate, and I have to record this. Uh, she wanted me to, t to tell you that she said hi, and I want you to say hi to her because oh, she's a okay. huge fan All of right. yours. So, Kate, you Hey, go. Kate from Milwaukee, Forrest Griffin <laughs> here. It is great to kind of meet you. Anyway, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Hopefully I'll see you in Vegas. All right, Kate, there you go. But uh, anyways, back to the video, man. Dude, you're, you're, you were leg kicking the shit out of Rampage in that fight. Yeah, you know, and, and it's like, you know, anything you talk about yeah. tactically, like he just didn't seem to be reacting to mm -hmm. it. So I was going to keep doing it until he figured out. But, you know, later in the fifth round, I mm -hmm. actually couldn't land any leg kicks on him. He made an adjustment. Really? Yeah, yeah. He I either came forward or he went back really fast. Yeah. The, the trouble with leg kicks is if you take a half step back mm -hmm. to get away from the punch, that perfect leg kick is there. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little skeptical about the naked leg kicks or open leg kicks because yeah. I've, I've been dropped trying to throw that, you know, that little inside leg kick. How do you feel about the low leg, the, the calf kick? That I love the calf kick. <laughs> love the calf kick. I only got, so I retired in 2013. Mm -hmm. I got hit with it a couple times and I thought, that it was an accident. Yeah. I thought they had missed. 
<laughs> I thought it was like, ha, huh, I, I just didn't yeah. even know. And then it was actually RDA who was like, this is what you do now. And I was like, okay, all right. Man, what I just clicked. Oh, God. oh my God, I forget his name. Uh, he was at 205er in the UFC. Uh, he was just in the PI and he showed me huh. like him throwing a calf kick back in like 2010. Yeah. And I was like, God, I've forgotten his name. It's it's crazy. Uh, he's an ATT Brazilian ATT guy. Anyway, mm, I don't remember. Yeah, he's. he's uh, I'll, I'll remember two, right, hour, two hours right. from That's, now. Yeah, your brain is kind of like mine. <laughs> it's crazy how the evolution of the calf kick is going crazy oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, People yeah. are just like boom, boom, boom. And I had a really old school coach. You know, my coach, rest in peace. He passed away. Uh, he was super old school. You know, I never, I'd never lost a fight as an amateur or a professional fighter under him, you know, mm -hmm. and he passed away and I'm leaving gym and going to a different gym. But he would always have us do, you know, like those weird moves, like the calf kicks. And, you know, he had us doing, it was like a, almost like a, you, you hit the instep, you hit somebody in the face with, with the, yeah, inst yeah. The, the instep kick. He was very old school. And Anderson used to throw that a bit. Did he? Yeah. That's like the, um, yeah. From yeah. Yeah. And now all the shit is so crazy because you don't know oh, what the reverse axe kick. Yes. Is what it is. Yes. It's crazy because all the shit that he used to throw, like he used to teach us, you know, he used to teach us like forms where we're kind of just, Ugh. and I used to be like, that is stupid. That, I'll never use that. But now that I'm older and, you know, he passed away and this was probably like 10 years ago. I'm, I'm like, holy shit. It was, it's just, he was, you know, he was just getting the form of turning over that front two knuckle. You know, that's all he was doing. He was, you know, adamant about that, adamant about that, that twist and the hip. You know, he would have us do that nonstop. And now I didn't know the purpose of it back then. Yeah, he was you know? breaking the move down into steps, yes. making you master the steps and then adding them together. Like yes. A part, a part whole practice. Yes. Part, whole, and he, part, dude, and he had like <clears throat> three, he was a black belt in like Kineticon, Taekwondo, Muay Thai. He had like four different black belts. He was a student of the game. Like he was a real student of the game. He was Can actually, I tell you something? Go ahead. I thought martial arts was stupid. <laughs> Me too. I thought it was so dumb. Me too. Those guys that used to do that and they'd be like, that, what in the hell are you doing, Dude, man? Me too. Like these guys would go wear pajamas with like a fat guy with a big belly and just like, why are you giving that guy 60 bucks a month? <laughs> Which 60 bucks a month seems so cheap now, but I'd be like, yeah. man, that was a lot back then. And I was like, man. Still is a lot. What, what are you doing again? Inflation force. And then I would, uh, you know, I would. Um, I played football and basketball. I'll yeah. beat those kids up. Yeah. So I just yeah. assumed that martial arts didn't work. And the guys that beat me up, yeah. they didn't beat me up because they were taking martial arts. They beat me up because they were fighters. Now, we did have a really good boxing gym in my town. Mm -hmm. And I found that out the hard way. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, Augusta Boxing Club. They actually produced a couple. They're a great amateur program. They produced a couple uh, Olympic champions and a ton of people that competed in the Olympics. That really? Went, went through Augusta for whatever reason. Really? Yeah. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Uh, I used to think the same way, but now that I'm older, I'm really like, wow, I, I see all the little intricate details of everything. You know what I'm saying? Even, even working with Dewey, you know, certain yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Like he's always like 
front, you know, little details. Yep, yep. Front two knuckles. No, he won't nope. let you slide on him. He will not let yeah. you slide on it. He knows when he's hitting pads with you. He knows if you're hitting it like you know, yeah. just not if you're not if you're barely hitting it on the front two knuckles. He can feel it, and he's like, nope, you gotta do that again. Yeah. You gotta do it again. And I, perfect. I, he wants a perfect rep. He, he won't does. let you stop until the reps are perfect. Man, yeah. and I always slept on my old coach, and I kind of you know I was young and dumb. I was kind of like, ah, that's just stupid. And now I feel like he's haunting me every day when I'm with Dewey. He's haunting me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I'll tell you like now that i'm here mm -hmm. now that i've i've kind of since i retired i have such an appreciation for martial arts yeah right? discipline balance mm -hmm. uh you know the ability to remember i didn't mm -hmm. understand how important coordination and mental skills are mm -hmm. in fighting i'm free if i'd have known how hard it was mm -hmm. i would have probably never done that i thought yeah. you just had to be tough yeah and like big and strong which i kind of was but yeah. but the balance the coordination mm -hmm. the the reaction time these are the things that traditional martial arts yeah. teach you and they're they're really invaluable respect mm -hmm. discipline honor um although you know i watch a lot of knockout videos and i see guys with no respect and honor like hitting, yeah. you know like yeah. you're in practice you're hitting guys <laughs> when they're unconscious this is ridiculous. crazy man like what kind of piece of garbage are you like this <laughs> is not what martial arts it's is not about, at all man. and speaking of that you know the martial arts i want to know because everyone has their own mindset before they walk out and you were always so relentless man you just were like yes a no. zombie yeah. No, you were like a zombie. You just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. So I want to know, what was your mindset like? Were you kind of like the angry person that come out? Or were you kind of calm? Or were you like, you know, happy? You know, you see some fighters, like you got the Jordans. Yeah. yeah. Then you got the, the... I didn't, yeah, I didn't try to control that. Mm -hmm. I went with however I felt was that, the right way to feel that day. I see. Um, there's, you know, mm -hmm. I, I will say it, the weight of it became yeah. heavier as I went. If you watch my first six UFC fights, uh -huh. I walk out smiling, touching. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. great to be here. This is so that's, fun. That's how I was. And then as I got you know, as it became like, okay, I could really do something with this. Mm -hmm. I can make a little money with this. I could actually, I don't want to say it, but be a champion, yeah. be good, you know? And, th and then once I got to that, it, it became a little serious mm -hmm. and it wasn't as fun. And the walkouts mm -hmm. are like, I'm running to get yeah. in the ring. I, I'm not hugging anybody. I'm yeah. not like, I don't need to, like I'm a, I leave with my mouthpiece in. Yeah. Like I am ready to fight, you uh -huh. know what I'm saying? I and, do. And in the beginning I was like, ah. And then yeah. now looking back, I wish I would have been able to say, hey, stop, enjoy the moment. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody all you, in life, you want to be in front of people mm -hmm. talking. You want that ego boost. Well, fight day is the time to get that ego yeah. boost. It's not the time to say, hey, I don't want to skip all that. Like, look at John Jones's last walkout. Mm -hmm. You think that didn't ice Cyril Gunn? It sure shit did. <laughs> yeah, it did, Dude, man. That, that walkout. It was incredible. It was like five times longer than the fight. And yeah. I'm not being hyper, no. uh, hyperbolic. It really <laughs> it was. was. And he enjoyed every moment yeah. you know, of it after three years away. And that's the difference. Mm -hmm. One, he's super talented, obviously. Yeah. He's physically gifted. He's mm -hmm. But he also has the ability to enjoy the moment while he's in it. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I like he, he's loving that. He's enjoying every moment of that. I do. Every step. He's feeling uh -huh. the the energy of the crowd. You know, I remember thinking mm -hmm. what a douche Tito was because he walked out in the crowd like when the main card started. Yeah. We were like the last fight or second last fight. Mm -hmm. Now he walked out, and went, but what he was doing was getting a little of that energy. Yeah. He was just feeling the energy. Uh -huh. He was like, yeah, I need a little energy. He was just like, okay, people are gonna cheer, people yeah. are gonna boo, but either way, there's energy. Yeah. You know, and that's what he was doing. I was like, okay, now I get it. That's awesome because that was something I struggled with, you know, coming up um, when, like I said, when I had my first loss in the UFC, you know, I struggled with that because 
I went to, oh man, I don't know how to, how to be. Should I be happy? Should I be angry? Should I be, you know what I mean, calm? And I struggled mentally with how I should be walking out. And then I realized, just be yourself. Well, but remember, there's, there's a lot of Ode Osborns. Right? Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's you when you're feeling this, there's you when mm-hmm. you're feeling that. What I'm saying is whatever feeling you're feeling that mm-hmm. day, that's the right feeling. Ah, you know? yes. So maybe you're stressed out. Yeah, you're stressed out. Yeah. It's a fucking it's fight, a fight. <laughs> for money. And if you lose too many of these, you don't get to fight for big money anymore. You go away. You have yeah. to go get a day job. So yeah, yeah it's stressful. <laughs> it's stressful. It's yeah. supposed to be stressful. You know? Man, I, I needed that because even my last, my last fight, you know, I had a new camp with Dewey. And anytime, I don't care what anyone says, anytime you train at a new gym, even when you know it's, it's, you know, this change is better for you, you still feel that like little bit of like uncomfort because it's a new environment, a new gym, you know. So I was a little bit more serious, like calm. When I walked out my last fight, I was a little bit more, I was a lot more calm. And usually like, I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it's- Some of it's, some of it's energy management. Yeah. You talk about the UFC jitters. A lot of people are genuinely excited to be there. Mm And then they fight excited, yeah. and they walk out excited, and they're amped up all day. They get up at you know nine ten at night mm-hmm. or in the morning, and they're amped yeah. until they fight at five six o'clock. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a long time to be amped. That's a, a lot of time. energy to be wasted. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's why I don't the do more that. you fight, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, nope, nope, cool, 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 mm-hmm. and then. Uh, you set a point, and I've talked to a lot of good UFC. You set a point where you're like, okay, now I'm going to give into the energy. I do now that. I'm going to let myself be amped. Yeah. Now it's time to to enter fight mm. day. But if you do it too soon, and that's that's a part of the UFC journey. Yeah. And the other part of it is a higher level of competition mm-hmm. in front of more people, where it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, that's the the first time I really was like, oh shit, was when I was fighting for a belt. Yeah, I, I fought. I fought. You know, I fought all over the world. Yeah, with crazy people. Where uh-huh. and you know, I was like, these dudes might kill me if I win. Yeah, and I was like, so what? And I was cool. I was laughing. Yeah. I was like, ah, eh, it's not that bad, dude. I'm glad you said that because I literally. It's so funny. It's taken me seven fights in the UFC. Uh, my last fight was the first time that so I. So you're did. a quick learner now. <laughs> no, I'm not, man. My last fight was the first time that, I, you know what I mean? Because I always, during fight week, I'm thinking so much. I'm like doing, you know, prepping, yeah. doing all this stuff mentally. And my last fight, I was like, no, you spent damn near eight weeks mentally prepping and you did all this. Right now, just relax. Go to bed. That's the key, man. Calm down. And even on Friday at the weigh-ins and stuff, like I was doing, I did my face off. I didn't even like, I was like, you know what? You're fine. Saturday is when you flip the switch. You know, that's when you, not even on Saturday, it's like, three hours before you fight, yes. you know, and like my last fight was the first time where I hit my marks, like perfect, you know, yeah. hit my marks so perfect. And I was like, ah, oh, I see what you're talking about now. All right. I get to the arena. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up a little bit. I, I'm getting my hands wrapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I got that tactile, visceral thing. Mm. You smell it. It smells different. You're yes. Like, okay. It does. You hear it the does. You're like, oh, okay. And that smell comes from... Your senses are heightened. Dude, and that smell sometimes can yeah. like mess with you. <clears throat> when you walk in and you smell like the like the mats, that mat yeah, smell yeah, yeah. or the locker yeah. room smell. Sometimes it can it can it can really fuck no, with your no, brain no. and you you're like no, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I'm meant to be. I'm here. This was this is my home. This is this is what it's for. The you peeing in the is, cup, everything yes, has its own like Yes. It's dude, like exactly. Yeah. And, and and that's that's a part of being 
a star on your day, at your time. And, and the, the only thing you need to know is that you've done the work. The money's in the mm -hmm. bank, and you're about to go out there and cash that check. No problems. Man, if you're just now tuning in and you are in the UFC or if you're making a way to the UFC or trying to get there, check out this podcast because, dude, I needed that so bad on my journey coming up in the UFC because I didn't know, like I said, how to be. You know what I mean? I, it was just like... I was like, one of the, you know those things at the, uh, at the outside of the car dealerships that, yeah. just, that, that was Wacky me. <laughs> Why are you waving inflated balloon, man? Why are you waving inflated balloon? Yeah. <laughs> that was me, man. So I'm just like, wow, you know. And another thing that I wanted to ask you, uh, I'm over it now. I'm over it now because I finally realized, you know what? There's a stage in the UFC for everybody. But for, for, a, little bit of, for a little bit there, I was kind of bitter, just a little bit, you know what I mean? Because... Genuinely, like I consider myself as a nice guy, like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I was an educator. I taught kids. You know, I want to go back into helping out the community. You're, you're going back to school, get that degree. I'm, I'm after after I'm that. done fighting. I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, you're even setting the money aside to go back to school. This is I'm true. really excited about that. This is true. You. This is true. He, he's he's told me about this. <laughs> <laughs> he's speaking it. But uh, yeah, man. For a while there, I was like, I was bitter because like you know, I felt like I was like doing all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you have these guys that come up on the mic and they say a couple, couple of trash talking words and they just, they just go boom, like they just go blast off. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, what? Yeah. I, I like, I love Jesus and kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not a big drinker. I'm not trying to fat yeah. shame people. I'm not insulting people. I'm not, yeah. Um, you know, there, there's, there's maybe a more quiet constituent mm -hmm. a fan out there that is that is about your brand and well, what you are is there ever a time where you faced that though no nah, i was very fortunate man yeah. I was the you know no bitterness in your career coming up i was the golden child man, man. if anything <laughs> everybody was pissed at me They're like that yeah. dude he's getting the route they're hooking him up what the you know and i felt bad i was like yeah man you're i know you're me we're about the same but i'm getting the fight you're not sorry bud man i'm crazy <laughs> I was, dude. They, they they set me up for victory you know yeah for real like, like, I, like we're like ah you know but but at the same time um and something i've learned mm -hmm. that you'll see they can't control it man yeah it's it's, true. it's, it's a beast the it's same true. pro wrestling they don't it's decide true. who beats who they set the matchups up and and true. a third party commission decides who actually won yeah you know it's not the <laughs> it's ufc true. they're not they're not writing the script out they, they gave up on that a long time yeah. ago look me and chuck were supposed to fight like twice yeah and you know we couldn't win a fight at the same time i'd win he'd lose i'd get knocked out he'd win it was like we, we just couldn't both get like we couldn't string a win together from each of us to set it up but yeah uh you know there's a, there's a couple fighters too that the people want them to win and the ufc want them to win but they just cannot yeah. they cannot seal the the deal so they can get pushed you know what i'm saying and that's then there's right. fighters that's like right and they'll be forgotten yes they'll, they'll move it's, on from them because dude, that's crazy. the way that's the way that's the way that's not the way of the ufc don't dude. don't get twisted that's the way of the world it is it is that's people have moved on from people aren't buying they're not hitting yeah. purchase but there's one more thing we touched on that i really want to come back to we're talking mm -hmm. about like the value, you know, fighting the octagon, mm -hmm. how, what, how you're going to compete at that next level. The one thing I want you to do, mm -hmm. and, and I encourage some fighters to do it. Some people, it's stupid. They don't need it. Some people, it might help. It might help you. Mm -hmm. When you go into practice, I, as you step on the mat, I want you to think, hey, eight weeks from now, I'm going to step into an octagon. 
I'm going to be nervous. It's going to be important to me. Mm. Today, I'm going to wear a little bit of that nerves. I'm going to wear a little bit of that weight. Today is a big deal because mm. today is the day that I win the fight. I'm winning it right now today. Mm -hmm. And then every time you step on the mat, like for a, for a spar, for, yeah. for, it's okay to be nervous at practice because then mm. when you get to the fight, you won't be that nervous. It'll, you'll, you'll have, you know, there's a couple ways to look at it. If you carry a weight long enough, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that heavy. Yeah. If you carry it every day, it's yeah. not a big deal. Um, if you just don't like uh, avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. Don't mm -hmm. think about it. Don't think about it. I'm just having fun with my friends in mm -hmm. practice. Then when you get there and then you're like, lift yeah. 300 pounds. We want you to carry this big ass weight yeah. into the octagon today. It's like, oh, this is stressful. Ooh, so, I used to do that. And that's, you know, hey, look, that's not for everybody. Some people, they don't need that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell John Jones of this. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't yeah. be like, do whatever you're going to do, brother. No, I, need, I need that. <laughs> but but like, you're going to be nervous on yeah. fight week. It, it's it's natural. You're nervous because it's a big deal, like I said. So think about each practice. Mm -hmm. How am I winning that fight today? Yeah. You know? And you don't have to do it all the time. But when you start camp or when you start your fight specific training a month out six weeks out okay mm -hmm. look i'm in shape and now i'm working on this technique because this technique is going to lead me to victory i'm working on defending this technique because that's how i'm going to mm -hmm. stay up on my feet and land the shots to win the fight and so mm -hmm. that that's the thing i would say is like don't don't wait to be if if yeah. you think you might get nervous on fight day try to get nervous today and one of the things i used to do um i didn't have you know we had great training in athens but it wasn't MMA training. Mm -hmm. We had good MMA training, but <clears throat> I was too big and too good. Mm -hmm. There's really only one guy that could ever get the better of me. Yeah. Uh, but I'd go to the boxing gym. I'd mm. get whooped. I'd go do jiu-jitsu. I would get whooped. I'd, go, I'd join the club wrestling team, and I got whooped. Mm. And it was like it was almost like hard, but it's yeah. like, but I know I'm a better fighter than all these yeah. guys. But I'm losing at their you know discreet practices. Mm -hmm. So I remember going, mm. and I would drive to Atlanta a lot. It was a two-hour drive mm -hmm. from where. From uh, Athens oh, okay, to Atlanta. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. So it's two hours to get sparring with like heavyweights or cruiserweights, which, you know, buck 90 guys that would just whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. It was so, so fast. It was like, you know, the double jab. You, yeah. you, you go to, <laughs> you you go to parry it and you hit the second jab. <laughs> yeah, I remember the that. First one already I remember hit. You were just like, oh my God. This. So I remember, I call it like a, a game, mm -hmm. uh, an away game. I remember the stress driving my car. I had a really crappy car that I thought would break down. Yeah. I didn't know if it'd make it to Atlanta every week. But every Saturday I'd go, and and I'd just be like, oh man, I hope my car breaks down or breaks down on the way there, <laughs> and not the way back, so I could get out of it. But you know what? Uh, like when I got to a fight, yeah. it wasn't that stressful. Yeah, it was less stressful than that drive to Atlanta. And one time I got dinged up bad uh -huh. at sparring, and I didn't, know, I don't know how I got home, but it was a two-hour drive. It took me about four and a half hours. And I was like, how did I get here? Where am I here? Another time uh -huh. I got dinged up so bad. Uh, I went and ate right after training yeah. at like, you know, a place with the, like some cheap crappy place yeah. and I threw my car keys away. Oh no. And then I had to go like, go like in the trash for like another hour and like find my car keys. You find it? I was like, yeah, I found it. Oh, I found God. a bunch of, you know, kids food too. I ate it. They barely touched it. I was eating that food out of the trash. Damn, man. <laughs> I, was eating, I was eating trash food. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh I'm just looking for my keys. <laughs> just looking for my keys. The... The guys in the restaurant gave me permission to do it. 
he didn't touch the sandwich, man. He didn't, or at least this side of the sandwich is okay. You <laughs> That's know? crazy. So you know, anyway, that that was the point. Is you know, obviously I got off track. No, it's all right. Yeah. That's that's a good off track. The, the, the point is, you know. Yeah. It's it's a job too. It's fun. And it's it, the best job. It's fun. Yeah. And if you don't have a fight coming up, you should be training every day just mm. for fun, just helping yeah. other people out. Do you ever notice how good you are in sparring when you're just helping your buddies out? And what? No pressure. What is uh, that? Best days are. What the hell is that about? They're beat up. They're Dude. run down. They're getting ready for their fight, <laughs> and you're just like you're like a machine. Well, no you're, pressure. You're just like I don't want to mess them up too bad because they got the fight coming up. You know, you're just like Dude. literally like pulling back a little bit. Man, it's crazy. And then, but when it's your fight and you're in the grind of it, uh -uh. hey, <laughs> it was like that with uh, when Cody Garbrandt got his fight, and I didn't have a fight. And, uh, you know, he had to do the one-minute shark drills. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. One-minute shark drills. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, here I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm going in on Cody for one minute. Easy, Let's go. Easy. And then I get and then I get a fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I have to spar him for for five, uh, for five three five-minute rounds. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, man, I, w I wish I had those one-minute shark tanks now because Cody's a different animal now. That's right. yeah. <laughs> when I got to spar him for three five-minute rounds. <laughs> yeah, see, that that's, uh, uh, you know, that's the thing. It's like... Uh, that's just that mental freedom, yeah. and you know. Also, you just I'm not I'm not ready. I'll take this round out. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, this guy's yeah. But it's crazy though, because sometimes like I have to, I get those like how did I get here moment where I get nervous, you know, before my fight, or I'm in the locker room and I'm and I get nervous because dude, when I was coming up and I was a uh, pro before the UFC and I didn't have any like I had nothing, no expectations, no expectations, no like. Shit you not, I could stand in front of a car and that car would hit me and I'd be fine. I'd be like, man, this is, and yeah. like, it's crazy. Never got nervous. Used to slept like a baby every night. And now it's just like, man, I'm always thinking about fighting. I'm always thinking about technique. So, you know, I get nervous uh, in the locker room before I walk out. And it's like when I get the thoughts to myself and what if I get knocked out and what if this happens? But like you said, I'm going to do what you said because my last camp was was great and I think I pushed past the nerves because I, I ran Mount Charleston so much and I had those same demons in my head. Yeah, you know, what if you do good, this? What if good. you do that? And running Mount Charleston got me to be comfortable, you know what I mean, to settle into those thoughts because when you when those thoughts arise when you're not running you're just like, ah, ignore it, whatever, ignore it. So, but you're forced to settle with it for six miles or five miles or I however it. long it I takes. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So That's that, as, as it should be, too. The, the other thing, one thing I did once I went, like, kind of made it a little bit mm -hmm. is um, I bought my house in 2007. I don't have anything fighting related in my house. Mm. Nothing. I didn't watch. I would watch That's a UFC amazing. at my house yeah. for fun. Why is that? Well, but I would never watch game film i would mm. never watch my opponent i wouldn't even watch myself at mm -hmm. my house i would do that at the gym because i wanted the delineation i wanted Ooh. the gym is where i fight this is work and then when i'm home mm -hmm. i'm gonna chill it's, no posters or anything of you no that's amazing that, i don't want any of that crap that's house. amazing you know because what? that's it's not it's my safe space it's yeah. away from fighting i love fighting the only time in my life i didn't love fighting was on the mm -hmm. ultimate fighter when that was it there were no books no tv yeah. no distraction from fighting it was fighting 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 yeah. oh hey what's that oh it's fighting yeah. you know and um that was the only time i can say i really didn't love fighting i was mm -hmm. like I, I was getting burnt on it yeah Just, and, and that's why you need a break so mm -hmm. you know just a thought right just a, a, a trick i used another trick i used 
worked for me, may work for you, probably mm-hmm. won't, who knows. You cut weight in a hot bath. You yeah. ever do that? Oh, yeah. So when you're in the hot bath. Always. Over the sauna. I, I want you to sit there in the hot bath and, mm-hmm. and just stress. Just yeah. let it come out. Don't, I mean, don't force yeah. it. But if I know you, what you mean. You're getting those stressful thoughts. Let them come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are, these are things that could happen. These yeah. are possibilities. That's I fine. That. I, I don't, you know, I'm not a therapist, mm-hmm. but I don't like to speak them aloud. But you're a fight therapist. Yeah, I'm not. You're, I'm you're not. a fight therapist. Yeah. What therapist that got their degree in college can tell fighters to do anything? Nobody. Yeah, none of them. I'm, but you can because you've been through it. You were literally a world champion well, yeah. and you're in the Hall of Fame. You could. You I, I have some tricks that work for me. They yeah. may work for you. Here's another, you know, and, and I would mm-hmm. let all those negative thoughts, all that negative shit come out in the yeah. hot bath. And then. I would let the let the hot water go down the drain, and mm. I would visualize all that bad stuff just going, going down, down the drain. drain, and then it was gone. And then I'd take a nice cool shower, mm-hmm. depending on how much weight you have, a nice cool shower, and that's all positive. That water hits you, it's just positive energy mm. from head Dude. to toe. It's just positive. And yeah. from there on, not another thought. You don't. Mm. It, it's going to pop in your head, and mm-hmm. you're going to say, nope, and you're going to replace it with something else. That's incredible. You're going to replace it with the video of you holding your hands up at your last fight. That's incredible. In Man. From there, from there on out. Dude, you're giving all the nuggets right now. All the nuggets because it's so crazy how much of a mental game this is. And there's, I never used to understand the phrase, there's levels to this. And now I, I, I get it now. I get it because you know what's so funny? I've had all, everything that you're saying has all happened in yeah, the tub. I know, uh, you I know, know. Every, literally everything that it's you're not, saying. It's not rocket science. <laughs> it's really basic shit. Yeah, man. You just got to be disciplined enough yes, to do the basic yes. shit. Yes. And what's crazy is that, so I'm moving into my own place, um, getting uh, getting a townhouse. And, you know, I had these posters and. Do one room. Do one, one room. room. One room. And then not your bedroom. Not yes. your bedroom. But one room. It's your office, your fight, you know, one room that's all fighty, fighty, fighty. Okay. And then the rest of your house, not Dude, fighting. Man, I appreciate you, Forrest. Oh, man. I, I got so much good. Look, I must, you, know, you can send me an invoice, you know, <laughs> <laughs> for this fight therapy. Because, <laughs> man, you, got, you, you dropped some golden nuggets during uh-huh. this, this show. And I man. appreciate you and everything you have to offer. And I know you got to get back to, you know, the PI. Right, we got to go to work. Not <laughs> just me, stuff. you too. We got to go to yeah, work. Yeah, this is true. We do got to go to work. Your job, hey, your job's a lot cooler than mine, though. Remember that. Hey, someday, I no. wish I had your job. Hey. True story. All right. True story. All right. I'll remember that, man. I'm going to go send the shit out of some emails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at a spreadsheet or two. It's going to be, woo. It's going to be cool because it's related to oh, fighting. Man. But it ain't as cool as punching and kicking shit. And yeah, because some days. people on their head, you know. You know? Some days I'm so unappreciative. And I I'm know. Just like, I Everybody hate is. This shit. And you, there's, dude, it's gonna be like. There's no yeah. way you can appreciate it until it's gone. Yeah. You never know how great something was until, until it's, it's gone. gone. And that's mm-hmm. just the sad truth. We're gonna end with that, guys. That we're gonna end on that note, guys. Dude, Forrest, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you, George. You got the clap ready, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give it up one more time for UFC world champion. Forrest Griffin, Hall of Famer, Forrest Griffin, one of the greatest fighters of all time, Forrest Griffin. Well, let's not, let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> thank you so much, all Forrest. Right. Thank you very much. Oh, good stuff.